a lot of times I think the reason we feel like we've lost everything when a relationship ends is because we put everything into the relationship so the rest of our areas in life are not as full i.e career friendship social life the reason why people find it hard to make a decision is because they're scared they'll make the wrong choice and when they're scared they'll make the wrong choice that's one of the hard thing yeah but it means you not make any choice at all so when you don't make any choice and you leave that in the hands of other people you never get what you want Uh, I think if a relationship's broken up and you were in love with that person I don't think that they can be true friends just friends if that makes Mm. sense because there'll always be one person that probably still holds a torch for the other one The more time you spend with the wrong person, the less time you'll have with the right, but also the more time other people are spending with the wrong people. They could be spending time with the people that are right for you, and then someone else is spending time with the person that's right for them. So if everybody stops settling, everybody might have a chance to meet who they really wanted to meet and who was right for them. Uh, welcome to Better Self Podcast, your boy Frank Rice. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Susie, Susie Sung. So today she's actually an author. She wrote two books. Uh, one is called 100 Days of Healing from Heartbreak. And the other one is 100 Days of Positivity, Hope and Growth. So today we're actually going to talk about the journey of, you know, healing from heartbreak, how to actually get out of it. And as I always say to all my guests before we start, I just want to introduce yourself so people are actually going to know much about you. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Susie, as Funko said, and I'm the author of these two books. A bit about myself, um, I know what it's like to go through some emotional dips in life. And it can be really hard to not only pull yourself out of it, but to even just cope with the the daily emotions that come through. Whenever you're trying to work towards something or there's something like a goal that you want that you can't seem to get to or you find it hard to when you've got all these other emotional setbacks, um, you need a little bit of support. You need a little bit of guidance. And these books do that in a very quick and effective way. So I'm basically here to help you guys with that and to share with you the journey I've been through to remind you that you're not alone and that other people are probably feeling the same way you are at some point in life. Okay, that's good. I mean, when you say that 100 days of healing, because I know like based on your book, is it more like, why is it 100 days? Do you think you have to take that long for somebody to, to heal from this type of experience? So the reason I put 100 days is because I know that a lot of people say that after 30 days, if you could do something consistently or like executively, you build that habit. But I actually find through experience, mm. over three months of it is when you really, you really get that sinking into you. So 100 days, one, it's got a nice ring to it. Two, it just felt like it covered everything that I wanted it to. Yeah. And um, after the three months, it kind of goes over the three months. Once you finish it and if you follow this on the journey of the book, you kind of you know, you've, you've got it, it's really, it's really sunk into you. Whereas if you say, oh, do something for a month, it's very easy to lose weight for a month or, um, you know, try and do positive thinking for a month. But the real test is after that month because you're always focused on that one month. So I think after three full months, it almost becomes, it becomes like second nature to you. Uh, is it more apply like just for, for women or you do it for like both? So... It's written from a female perspective. So there are probably some things in it that are more for women, but the advice that I give, it can be used for men. You know, the advice, there is a lot of things about self-worth in there and about self-acceptance, and that is not specific to a certain gender. That's That can be to anybody. Really? So like um, coming to that, you think like there is, I think there is like different way of women and men to deal with this kind of, you know, emotion right after the breakup. Because I feel yeah. like we, we, they're different. People always say like women, what, what they do like when, you know, when they break up, they just stay quiet. And you same people say like they eat uh, cake or chocolate, I don't know, ice cream or something <laughs> like that. And they cry and after that they get back home. And then men, we just pretend to be like we're strong. And then after that we suffer. I think women, they suffer at the early stage. And yep. men is more, 
long term like when it just happened i think men is not as harsh yeah but it's gonna take them longer but women they suffer at the moment that is happening and then after that they're gonna find a way and then when they fly they fly i think men is it lasts longer than actually that's so funny that you say that because there's actually a part in my book that I'm trying to find for you just now where I literally address this when it comes to men and women it's basically something along there's so many parts in here but um I say something along the lines of you might be feeling it now but he'll be feeling it later because I do find that men will after a breakup just throw themselves into partying into feeling fine all the the freedom that comes with being single I guess Hmm. and it's almost a way of blocking out the feelings and in that time that guys do this women are crying their eyes out watching sad movies really trying to heal from that shock and pain that they're going through and what happens is that after months the women are feeling a lot better Hmm. and that's when it hits the men you know when the hangover really kicks in when the reality sets in and um, so yeah, you're right, it is different. Um, so maybe some of the advice in there isn't for men. However, there are things about self-worth, which I think anybody can, can gain from, you know, men and women. I think there's a lot of men out there who have lowest, low self-esteem and they're very insecure. And mm. sometimes that causes them to self-sabotage or um, hurt other people and, you know, realizing more about who you are and loving yourself more is really one of the biggest ways that you can grow in terms of for your own life but also in how you treat other people yeah i think when you come to men when you talk about self acceptance i think it's more like when men are in a relationship with somebody that you feel like the person is and is not like he's much attractive than you but you feel like that person is very like you know he's confident and he's more attractive and you feel like oh my god i was quite lucky to have this person and are we never gonna have somebody like that and then i think like when you lose that person that's when you actually feel insecure about yourself i think that's when that things kind of come out for men yeah i think that's that's definitely one thing that happens on another scale as well though i think that men maybe when they have someone that they think is so amazing and you know they never thought they could um, they almost don't feel good enough and yeah. because they don't feel good enough in the relationship it can cause them to jeopardize the relationship yeah so there's always that aspect too so I think that um, if you're not feeling that self-love and feeling good enough even before you get into a relationship it can affect the relationship it can cause jealousy paranoia yeah. you know when there's absolutely no reason for that so I think at any time or any stage in life it's always good to really look at who you are and work on it if you don't like it yeah so in your process like you start with like i mean on your on your book yeah you actually you start with the process like what is like the step that you actually mentioned on your book when it comes yeah. to that so you've got the first five stages which are shock denial bargaining anger and acceptance and on every page it's like a short quote mm. and then a bit of paragraph fill so a paragraph fill of like insightful guidance comforting words and things because when you're feeling that low it is so hard to try and read a really long-winded full of massive chapters book so I wanted this to be quick so the very first page is the shock won't last forever yeah because you know shock is such a hard thing to deal with and you know you think that oh my god this is this is the end of my life this way I'm feeling I'm never gonna not feel like this again and basically my words are there to tell you that You've just gone through something big. You are going to feel the shock, but you're also going to get through it and you're going to feel better. And I think when you read that or when you hear that of someone, it does calm you, mm. you know? Um, and then it moves on to like denial because denial is a really big step of, you know, this can't be happening. This isn't right. And the more you spend time in denial, the more you have resistance to what is actually going on. So, you imagine our life is like flowing down a stream and when you pass certain parts of this stream you hit certain things in life that you may or may not want so a breakup is one part of the stream and if you are in denial and you're resisting what's happening you're trying to you're trying to swim back upstream you're trying Mm. to make it not happen again and that's that's impossible to do it's tiring it's, it's like physically exhausting 
there are so many things that you can't do when you're trying to hold on to something that just wants to flow you downwards and wants you to move away from. So as soon as you let go, you get to another part of your life, which becomes better. So is it something that you learn from yourself, you know, from like, uh, you know, personal experience or? Yes, um, a lot of it has been personal experience. So in the book, there's a lot of examples of what I've been through and then why this helps or how I know that this this works, basically. And it's come from, to be honest, quite a few years of heartbreak. Like, I've, you know, there's a lot of guys that have disappointed me and broken my heart but what actually really helped wasn't it wasn't them it was changing my own mindset so I think it took one of the heartbreaks for me to really think I need to sort out what's going on inside because I didn't feel good enough I was insecure and because of that I would go for people that weren't really deserving of me because for me it was like I am not good enough to have what I want yeah so I'm going to go for something that is not as good as what I deserve so once I started working on myself that is when things started to shift and I realized that I could come out of this and there's so much more out there and you can do so much more when you believe in yourself that I wanted to share this with everybody else I think I think believing in yourself is actually one of the the most important things actually to do when you come to like self-acceptance as well like like you say when you break up with somebody and you have to make sure because when you're somebody i think everything is just around the person but when you break up you have to find more yourself to see your worth if you're actually worth something or if somebody else can actually be attracted to you or something like that or if, if you know if you have a value but the process you're talking about is different when somebody's actually have kids and when they're single right or is it kind of the same process that you're actually using um because i see like I, more people I, who have like kids they always kind of struggle to to find this and themselves i can't really comment fully on that because I don't have kids yeah uh, what I do know though is that um, again working on yourself believing in yourself regardless of whether you have children or not is mm. still going to be a benefit um what was it you said earlier it's gonna come back to me about, but about I think I was saying about self-acceptance right you have to believe in yourself to deal with that properly yeah absolutely so you get what you believe in so whatever it is that you believe truly within your subconscious mind that is what you'll get regardless of what you want on an outer level so um i don't know if you know much about the conscious and subconscious mind when it comes uh, to self-belief no, so no you can tell me the subconscious mind is that deeper part of your mind that we're not aware of so we don't really know what's going on in there and that actually controls all of our actions so, for example, on a conscious level, you might think, I really want someone who treats me well, respects me, has the same values as me, and you want that. So you think that and you want that. But if your subconscious mind deep down is, I am not good enough. I don't get what I want. Um, you know, I only ever get relationships that are not good for me. Then that is actually what you will get. That's what you will see. You will filter out everything else that you want. So... When you believe in yourself, you have to change what's going on in the subconscious. You have to mm. believe deeply that you can have these things and that you deserve more in order to get more. Okay. I mean, that's, that's very good. And so when you, your book, what do you think people struggle the most when you come to this kind of, like during the process in general, the thing that so, people struggle the most or you feel like the, thing, like the common thing, to be honest with you? I think letting go. Oh, okay. letting go can be or another really common thing is the what's wrong with me question that's that's oh. something that goes through a lot of people's heads whenever there's a breakup it's what's wrong with me what did I do wrong and maybe there were things that that person did do wrong but it's about accepting that maybe the relationship just didn't work because it wasn't supposed to and yeah, letting go is the biggest thing because, again, it's back to that stream analogy. It's holding on to resistance. Mm. And when you're holding on so much to this relationship that you want, even though it's not happening, you miss out on everything else around you. Yeah. It's like if you, you focus on this one guy, I want him back, I want him back, I want him back. There could be like 10 other guys around you that are like 10 times better for you that you would have a great time with. But 
you can't see it because you're too busy holding on to this past relationship. Yeah. I think it's, I think it comes a lot with like memories. And what I was thinking is like, you know, when people are together, sometimes, you know, the more feeling you give and the more you're actually going to hurt you after, do you think like it's always good to kind of hold something back a little bit when you're with somebody? So if anything happened, you don't have to, you know, I mean, lose everything. In theory, it sounds good. But when it comes to reality, I don't mm. know. I like to, I, I dive in first and ask questions later. I'm quite bad for that. <laughs> yeah, but I also, I also think that that's the only way that you can really love someone and allow them to love you is to be fully vulnerable. Yeah. Because what you're saying there is to almost put a wall up so you're not as vulnerable, so you don't get hurt. But actually, a lot of people that do that, they're so closed off that people can't get in, that their relationships end up ending anyway because either one of the parties can't be truly themselves or they feel like there's something missing. And sometimes that thing is vulnerability and being able to be goofy with someone and you know be fully yourself and not have to worry about it. That's when you can really fall in love, hmm. when you're comfortable with someone and you don't have to put on any any mask I guess yeah so you have what about the next step you say like you have to be confident and then you have to have like self-acceptance as well yeah so one of the main things is acceptance of what's actually happened is an acceptance of the situation mm. because once you accept it you can start to deal with it the whole time you're like I want him back that's what you're focused on you can't think right how am I going to move forward with my life you know at one point or another you, you need to get out of bed <laughs> yeah. wash your hair uh, so the next part for me in this book is actually realizing the truth about the relationship so when you accept that it's over that's when you can start to move on but there's also a part where you a lot of people romanticize what the relationship was like mm. so they only think of all the good things and they forget about all the things that weren't so good yeah. And when you start to remember these things and you think, well, oh, I didn't like that he left the toilet seat up. I know that's a very cliche one, but, you know, yeah. like there could be things like, oh, I didn't like that he was a fussy eater and <laughs> he didn't like to travel much. These things actually are quite important when it comes to a relationship because they make it a lot easier when you do have the same values and you like some of the same things. So when you start to realize that, that's when you can start to say, well, the next guy or the next girl I meet, I would like him to have the same kind of thoughts as me when it comes to traveling or when it comes to family. You know, when you can see that everything wasn't right in your last relationship, it can make you then focus on someone else that might have more of those qualities that you actually want. Mm. Sure. But the difference, what I'm, what I'm noticed, I think women and men, when things that happen for men, women, they go on the process of healing mm-hmm. and self-search, if I can say that. But men, I don't think we really go to that process of really like healing. We don't do that. We, we, I think we use a lot of ego and trying to find what we're actually capable to do if we still worth, in a sense, like to show like, you know, and to cover the, the pain is more like to be around people, to go club, to or even to train to look good, to look more attractive, just to have fun, to be honest with you. But I don't yeah. think that's like, it's nothing to do with healing. It's just a, a way to to process it and to kind of hide it at the same time. So you see when men do that, they're confident in everything. But as soon as the woman, when they do it, they, they start with like healing process. And when they finish the healing process, now they, they go to the stage of confidence and, you know, just be beautiful and everything. And when the men see that, they go crazy now. Be like, oh my God, let me see how she looks now. You know, it, I think we always wreck the same. Maybe we don't say that, but it's like, I think that's what hurts men the most when you actually see women becoming like even better than before. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it hit us really, really hard. I mean, same people will be like, man, what are you saying that? So I think... The- then does that I, I don't mean, know if it worked the same with women if you see the person that you be with in like in a good space or better space I don't know how you guys feel there's something I want to know as well yeah it can hurt a bit absolutely it depends it depends on how the relationship or you hope up. the person to because most men I'll be honest most men every time they break up with somebody uh, with women they always we always like um 
hope like she's not gonna get any better or yeah you know she's gonna stay in that stage or she's not gonna yeah she's not gonna get any better yeah there's girls that's that gonna that too yes yeah, that's gonna it make is. us feel some type of well, that's what i realized to many people like, i'm not gonna generalize like yeah how can it happen a lot yeah i think yeah initially that's that's what we all wish isn't it i hope you never meet anybody like me <laughs> but the truth is they never will but they might meet someone that's better for them you know and depending on how the relationship broke up so with guys if if guys like the way that you said that they feel and um, when they see their ex and they're they're doing better or they're looking better my question is how did it end though did the guy get bored of the girl and then not want to be with her and then all of a sudden she's looking great and he's like oh my god what have I done mm. it's all very external yeah so but I think yeah. no matter the the way actually people break up is always um how can I say somebody each side somebody's always gonna feel like oh you know I'm the guilty one or something trying to blame somebody else always but I think for men we use it more as an ego if you see a woman if she's like and I understand they're like, yeah, she become even better sometimes. But I think you just have to have a good heart. It depends if you keep the relationship, I mean, friendship or some type of, you know, if you still talk to the person after. So how would you say guys heal from heartbreak then? Because, you know, if they don't do the self-discovery and self-development part of it, and they just go to the gym and look really good again, like, like I was saying about the subconscious mind, the mind that's underneath all that if there's mm. something in there that is not you know is, is not doing them well i.e they're not good enough they don't deserve the the girls that they've had or whatever if there's that feeling how do you guys actually heal heal from that uh, yeah. i don't i don't think i don't think we really heal in terms of healing like we don't really take it deeply into consideration you know the healing part what we do we're just trying to focus on becoming like um just like showing the external part like you know to feel good you have to like you know when men start going to the gym or you're gonna more focus on make more money it's more like yeah. i would say it's gonna be more like the materialistic part that we actually focus on that makes us feel good because mm. believe it or not men i think we feel good when we you know when we, we we dress good you have a nice car you have a lot of money you you i mean men always have the power right so yeah. what what's gonna happen we're gonna try to empower ourselves but that's deep inside you, the pain still there, but you're going to try to use all those things to try to cover up the whole thing just to make you feel strong. And of course, you can be with whatever you want to be with. But I don't think this is like, is like true healing because yeah. like, that's why you see many men after, after, even after 10 years, whatever, when they see their ex, they always feel some type of way. They sometimes yeah. they're really jealous, you know, they're really crazy. And I've noticed that, right? Men always kind of react the same. It's because, there was no healing really because when you heal from something you know you're gonna deal with that in a different way but when you don't heal when you just keep it for so long and you just stay with you and then when you confront the person when you actually see the person you, you're gonna go crazy or you're gonna feel some type of way or same yeah, people just like yeah same people that keep like uh, spying on people trying to see what the ex is doing you know what they're doing like that or you're trying to do things just to impress the person you're not even be with anymore so I think that men, most of us, we don't really, we don't really like take the healing process seriously. We more focus on the outside. Yeah. Going to go be a friend and looking good. And of course, making money. I'm going to start making money now. Good job. This, this, this. It's going to be more than. I mean, that's a very, I don't even think that's just men that do that in the sense that not so much with heartbreak, but with being happy. You know, with Instagram, like social media has been really, we, really... We're going deep now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, girls will do the same. We go shopping, we buy nice clothes. And, you know, it's great when it you when you're wearing, like, your new bag or your new outfit and you feel good. Mm. That's a great feeling. But there's a very fine line from that and actually buying things because you think they'll make you happy. It yeah. sounds like with guys um, making more money, having nice cars... It's the same thing. It's like you're trying to make yourself happy instead of trying to heal from something that's heartbreaking. And that will always sit just below the surface mm. if it's not dealt with and it'll always bubble up. It's even comes the same when, with other emotions. So if people have had maybe a tough childhood, or there's a lot of anger with a 
parent or whatever happened in the past you don't release the past it's always sitting just below so the, like the way you said that if a guy sees her ex he can get really jealous even after 10 years if there's this anger below mm. anything that happens that resembles what happened in the past that anger will resurface and that's why yeah. people can overreact to situations mm. even when they're like grown men or women because they've never dealt with anger yeah i think i, I think i agree with that it's like we we never really deal. The problem with men as well is because we don't really talk about it. Like, yeah. come on, this is like it's a weak thing for men to really talk about heartbreak. <laughs> you know, like I mean, we we talk about it, but it's like openly to try to talk about hitting whatever. We always it's a different between talking about something because you wanna judge the person that you was with to try to make her feel like she was um, you know the one you are the victim. That's the sense that we talk about it. But when you come by talking about it, like us as, as not as a victim, victim, but like as struggling to deal with it and trying to find some help, you know, like, you know, be on a vulnerable mm -hmm. like position. We don't really have this kind of conversation. That's sure. Yeah. Like even your book now, like you are more focused on, on women as well. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's because in a society we talk more when it comes to heartbreak it's always more into like women i think i don't blame women because i think women talk about they are more expressive when it comes to that yeah so men's are more like oh you know we don't care all right you know what just another day so yeah men probably wouldn't even want to buy my book because they're like <laughs> i don't need a heel so yeah I yeah guess that's what i'm saying i'm good you know yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot of women whatever i mean the same way as you said there's a lot of men out there but we, we, we say the same thing when I say, oh, there's a lot of women now there. I'm going to get the next one. But we, 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 we're we going to go for the next one, but without even hitting ourselves. And then when we have many, we get like three, four, five, girl, you know, girlfriend after like, you know, certain time, everything just going to stay. And then the pressure, the pressure just going to go, go and go. And, you know, and, and one day just going to go crazy. Yeah, but that's, that's the ego. So what you were saying there with um, men, and how they how they deal with things and how they're like yeah they would talk about girls and how maybe they were the victim that's just ego whereas if they were to really realize I'm hurting right now this is a sad time I want to deal with that that's more being themselves because the ego is always just a mask the ego is always hiding you from what you really need to work on and anything that is going to be destructive or you know hurt you in the present moment yeah yeah I so, yeah. yeah i think man uh, is because of uh, yeah go on say at the end, you're gonna finish. yeah so like the ego kind of it takes all your fears and everything and that's subconscious mm. and it stops you from go realizing where you went wrong basically so in terms of a breakup on a guy's perspective it could be um, you know, maybe he's broke up with some girl because he's afraid of commitment. That's a very common one. Like most yeah. guys say that. And the ego will be like, yeah, like we don't want this. We don't, we just want to be free and single forever. There's too many mm. girls out there that, you know, we don't want to just focus on one. And to be honest with you, I don't think that's true. I think everybody would love to have that one person that they can really connect with and be with. And the reason why when it comes to commitment issues, guys don't is because the commitment issues come from either abandonment issues or feeling like they're not good enough. So that's the real reason maybe why they broke up with this girl. But their ego is saying, nah, it's because you like to be single. That's what it is. It's saying, you know, you just want to party and she wouldn't let you do that. That's really your ego talking. When you remove that ego, men or women that remove it, you'll see the real problems or you'll see the real things that you need to deal with from within. And if you can do that, then you can you can grow so much more. Just yeah. change completely. Do you think that all women like you know the process of healing? Do you think is all women have kind of like the same way of dealing with that, or it depends on your social class? If like a woman, you have like you have high like you're on a high higher space than a man, like you actually been with. Do you think it's the process of breaking up going to be much easier for you? Mm, no, I think. There's no, there is no like oh, just set way thing. to deal with it. Yeah. yeah, we might feel the same emotions, but depending on how we deal with it, it has nothing to do with social class or anything. I think it's just all to do with that individual person. 
yes. the way that I've dealt with heartbreak has been different every time because every time I have had to grow. So yeah. it's more about that inner growth. When you are more secure in yourself, uh, here's an example, actually. So even guys that I've dated, I used to like date guys that I would kind of like. And even after the first date, if they weren't really what I was looking for, mm. I'd still give them a chance. And then we'd maybe end up being in a relationship and I would get my heart broken because all the things that I wasn't as sure of them at the beginning, where they ended up being the things or the reasons why we broke up. Yeah. So at that point, I was not as secure in myself and not as believing that I could get what I really wanted. So I thought, oh, this will do. This is on a subconscious level. But as I've grown and progressed from that, now whenever I meet someone who isn't right for me, I can just say after the first day, like, I'm sorry, this is just not for me. Quite yeah. comfortably. A lot of people are really afraid. Guys, especially, I think, are afraid to hurt a girl. So instead of just saying, listen, I don't think that we're compatible. You know, you're a nice girl, but I'm like, I'm going to move on from this. I don't think that we should continue. Instead of saying that, they'll either cheat or they'll ghost or, you know, they'll treat a girl really badly in the hopes that she'll break up with them. It's That seems to be quite a common thing that I hear from a lot of, you know, girls that have gone through heartbreak or, you know, friends that I've spoken to is that this is what guys will do to break up as opposed to just being real and saying it's not working. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think I kind of agree with you. I think we're just trying to, I think, man, I don't know, sometimes we just don't think, you know. You don't want to be the bad guy. That's (laughs) what it is. You don't want to be the bad guy. (laughs) Well, but the thing is, long term, we're always going to be the bad guy. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, we don't want to be the bad guy, it's true. Or we don't want to take control of the situation and to try to be the one that's going to make a decision. So if you made a decision, I'm going to come out as a victim because you tell me to break up not me you the one who say you know everything is is over now so okay i'm good with that yeah so the conversation already I mean, gonna be there so if i'm the one that decides so i think it's is is i think our mindset we are like that we we don't really like taking this kind of decision and we think we think we think and then we start making mistakes and we regret and we made a mistake again and we regret it's just like I don't know why it is our mind, our mind, in our mind. To be honest with you, is yeah, is just who we are, yeah. and that's why we made a yeah. lot of mistakes. But like, it's not everybody that like, we something like when we know the problem, we're just trying to work on it to try mm-hmm. to make sure, like, yeah, to understand the woman a little bit more. That's what I was saying to my other podcast. Like, sometimes we don't really understand each other because we don't know who we are ourselves. Because before, you know, before trying to understand somebody, you have to know who you are first. You know. Yeah. So if you don't absolutely know who, you don't you won't be able to have the conversation with people because some people in a relationship they don't even know what they want. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Some people are in a relationship just to, for the sake of it. But what I will say is that to any guys out there who do do what we were talking about, girls aren't stupid. Like we know when you guys are trying to force us into making the decision, and we know when you know their user are doing something on purpose to make us be the bad guy. Like we're, we're not that and I think that's the thing people need to realize as well is that the reason why a lot of not even just men just people in general that do these kind of things uh, find it hard to make a decision it's all down to fear so whatever fears are inside the reason why people find it hard to make a decision is because they're scared they'll make the wrong choice and when yeah. they're scared they'll make the wrong choice that's one of the hard thing yeah but it makes you not make any choice at all. So when you don't make any choice and you leave that in the hands of other people, you never get what you want. Yeah, maybe we feel like, like wrong choice is the choice is a wrong choice and not making a choice maybe is the right choice. Like people just but, we just think and then yeah, it's yeah, the fear of making the wrong choice. Or maybe it's the stuck. fear of um um standing for something, you know, like embracing your choice. That's the thing I, as well. Well, I think the reason why they're afraid to do it as well is if you make that choice, then what you're saying to yourself is, this is what I want. And there's always a chance that you're not going to get it. So if you don't make any choice, then you're like, I don't know what I yeah. want. If you don't get it, it doesn't hurt so much as opposed yeah. to this is really what I wanted and I didn't get it. So it's the fear of feeling that hurt that stops people from making a choice. But it's quite sad because it means that so many people are just stuck in limbo. 
literally stuck. I don't want to be single, but I don't want to be in a relationship or, you know, I, I don't want to be in this job, but I don't want to find another job. It's, you're always stuck when you can't make a decision. It's because you don't know who you are. You don't want to admit what you want and you're too afraid to try and go for it. So it is, it's, it's sad because people never really feel fulfilled when they do that. Yeah, that's true. So after that, what, what next step you can talk about on your book? Oh, in the book. So after that, it goes on to moving on to better things. So this is kind of preparing you mentally for making space for someone new or just, you know, figuring out what you want for yourself. Because at this point, once you have got through the shock, the five stages, the anger, the denial, Mm -hmm. and then the acceptance to the realization that it wasn't the relationship you wanted, now is the point where you can start to think what do I want not even just in relationships but what do I want from life like yeah a lot of times I think the reason we feel like we've lost everything when a relationship ends is because we put everything into the relationship so the rest of our areas in life are not as full i.e career friendship social life you know even where you're living all these things kind of take a back seat whenever you're in a relationship so when a relationship ends you feel like you've lost you don't have anything and you've lost it all I mean I've been there so this is the point where you can start to think about what you want to do for you are you in the career that you want are you living the life that you want without this person just as an individual person and it kind of gets the reader to have a real think about you know where they are in their life yeah I think, yeah, I agree with you. Um, if, uh, the, the thing is, when you are, what I realized with women, many women as well, um, when they break up, they actually try, and when it's single for quite a long, like a while, they're trying to find the next one. Like they're really chasing to get the next one in a term of, not really chase as a chase, like they just worry about, oh my God, when am I going to have the next boyfriend? You know, like, I think sometimes you add a lot of pressure, especially when you feel like you're lonely, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Because you don't really, if you are not a type of person to just go in a club and like guys is different, you know, you just can go with friends, you know, you see some girl, yeah, you see them, whatever happened, happened and yeah, life goes on. But like for women, I think maybe you want to have that relationship and you have to try to find the person. I see some girl like that and then you go online or you, when you go in the club or when you see somebody because you're available, people just want to, they want to kick with you, but just like a, a real quick thing. They don't really want anything serious. And sometimes you put pressure on, on girl. I've just realized that you actually put a lot of pressure to kind of find the right person. And well, sometimes they, they go online, they don't find it. They're just trying to, yeah. Let me ask you this though. What girl do you think wants to just be used for one night or a week? No, I don't think any. There's not many, No, right? they, No, no, there's not many. Yeah. So, yes are women looking more for someone long term yes because no one likes that feeling of that guy just wanted me for tonight you know no nobody so yeah most people well most women I would say probably do want a relationship of some sort or at least they don't want to feel disrespected or used and I think that's where nowadays it's very it's, it's actually harder now to date because for men it's so much easier to go on Tinder and, and whatever. And there are girls out there who just want fun. Hmm. There are some. Um, I don't think all of them do. I think some of them maybe just say that because they feel like this is the world we live in. But it's so easy for men now that they almost don't put as much effort into maybe someone great that they've met. Hmm. You know, would you say that because there's more choice? don't make as much effort with maybe one person who could end up being something amazing because you're like oh well I'll just move on to the next you're annoying me or you're being a bit clingy or you know I'm kind of bored of you now and then just move on yeah does that happen um yeah I, I think I mean you talk about men, men's perspective yeah a woman like what can you say like you're saying again please so um with men because nowadays there's so many ways to meet new women yeah. and date or find out what women just want a bit of fun mm. that if a man was to meet someone that they did like they might not put as much effort into them because they already know there's so many other people out there 
Yeah, I think, yeah, if you see the person, if the person is quite, because saying girl, they like the show, like they just open for anything, you know, they just want something like that. Yeah, men, after they're going to go for it and they're not really going to try to find something. But what people don't realize is men, as much as as much as the society make us look like we are dog, we do this, we do that, we we definitely know what we want as well when we find the right person that we you know we we. The only mistake yeah. we do sometimes is like we don't act right, but when we are with the right person, we be not like this person actually is the one I want to stay with. We actually definitely know. So if you know, like it's not a person, no matter what happened, you're always gonna be like 50-50. So we do know. And then yeah. after time, sometimes you know, you know, I'm not gonna find that girl in the club, I'm not gonna do this, you know, like yeah, you're always gonna have we we know exactly what kind of girl we actually wanna stay with. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. you say, we have a lot of ego. Men, we always trying to um we always trying to show our worth every day, like you know, what mm-hmm. we are capable to do. And you work the same way, you know, at work, you know, and in relationship with people, even with girls, you just want to look like you're still attractive. I think women, when it comes to being attractive, maybe you like when people give you compliments, right? Or I think it's different for it's actually different for everybody. So if you've ever read the book The Five Love Languages, yeah, it's a really good book and it talks about how every person speaks a different language in terms of love some yeah. people like gifts some people like affirmations as, as in compliments some yeah. people like action some people like someone who listens um, and there's a fifth one I can't remember it was it seven it might be the seven love languages uh, no it's five so it depends on the person if you meet someone who thinks gifts is a way of showing love but the other person thinks that doing things is a way of showing love then they yeah. might not match yeah so i think it really depends on the individual yeah yeah i think it depends you're right so after that what what the state that you move on after that so it's all about self-worth it's all self-worth. about raising your standards it's all about boundaries and standards yes that's a big word your worth. <laughs> yes standards so when you um, talk about when you talk about standards are you talking about like because people talk about it a lot standards you know it's better 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 are, are you talking about mm. like because you can't be twisted because when you read the standard too much yeah and you end up like actually putting certain people away because your standard is so high it's funny you say that because in my first book there's a there's actually one that is um stand by your standards and basically i talk about how having high standards is a good thing but it's about what those standards are. So, yeah. you know, if if it's standards like, oh, I want to meet a rich guy and I want him to have this and be really tall and really like, no, those are really superficial standards. When I talk about standards, what's important is standards in terms of how someone treats you, oh, how okay. they show you respect, um, how you balance each other and what they're really like. It's those standards that really, really matter. Yeah. You know? So I know what you're saying in standards, like sometimes it can push people away. But it depends on the person as well. It depends on, you know, because there's a lot, I'm not gonna not gonna bash men all day. It's like there's some women out there that are really shallow and their terms of standards would be that they, they want someone with money or they want someone who has at least five businesses but I'm just making this something I don't really know (laughs) but I'm sure there are girls out there that have these kind of standards and to be honest if that's all they're basing their relationships on it's not going to be enough and I don't think any man wants a girl who wants to be with them just because of what they have I know there's a lot of pressure for men to have everything and that's probably why they focus on cars and making money and yeah it's it's good to have someone who is able to take care of you and that would want to but I think that if a guy and you can correct me if I'm wrong here if a guy was to meet a girl who only wanted these things and he wasn't superficial like her then you know it wouldn't be enough he'd want more he'd want someone who actually cared about him and asked how his day was made him a cup of tea when he got in you know like nice things like really sweet things that Mm. show that you care I think they become more important. So standards in terms of that is what I talk about in this. And I talk about not not lowering them for people who maybe don't treat you well. I think I agree with that. I completely agree. But the thing is like standard, 
as much as you want to set up a standard, do you think you should also be that standard at the same time? No, like oh. you want somebody to be this way, but you should mm-hmm. be this way. It's like, okay, let, even if we take the feeling and the way they treat you away, even when it comes to financial or whatever, I feel like if you want somebody to have big car, big house, this job, this job, I think you need to have like a little bit of minimum as well, do you think? Or you should always kind of put that standard higher for the person that you be with, even if you are even not near there. Um, so I don't t- I personally don't tend to look at it. But love it is of- like you can't meet anybody if you don't. Mm-hmm. The thing is, emotion is emotion. You can't meet somebody you don't know who they are. You just like the person, you fall in yeah. love, and after that, you find out who the person is. So that's another concept. I'm just talking about more like to project. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because in the book, there's a part of it that does say, be the kind of person you want to be with. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm saying a lot of things I've been reading the book already. That means, yeah, that shows how much you actually understand the, you know, the whole thing, you know, because well, this is why yeah. I do think that men could read this. You know, I know it's pink, but it's, <laughs> it's still something where there are parts in it that's what I was saying that aren't just for women, they're yeah. for men also. So, you know, if if guys like we'll, we'll turn it around right because we're talking about women here so if we were to say be that standard i'm not saying that you should have the exact same as someone else i.e the same money or the same whatever but i think you do need to have the same ambitiousness you know the same drive you have to match in that sort of level if you match in that level with someone in terms of how you challenge each other's brains or how comfortable you feel or how much fun you have together, if you match in those kind of levels, then I don't think the monetary stuff, I like how much money someone makes or who pays for what really matters as much. Yeah. But there's too much focus on that these days. There's, far, yeah. there's a lot of focus on it. Um, so yeah, but if you were to flip that the other way around, there's a lot of guys out there who want this perfectly hot girl who you know has the most amazing body yeah. is perfect skin model like um does everything and god doesn't even jump in the shower once a day you know so <laughs> it works yeah. both ways i think um, i think we, we do have that problem as well sometimes you just want like that hot girl looking good and you know always nice nails done mm-hmm. everything but when you see yourself you cannot even afford it or you just you don't that you know that person so yeah, yeah. Or you want but, somebody fit everything you know even fit yourself you know Mm-hmm. and but you but still want lot- a person to look certain ways yeah but a lot of guys will not realize this so a lot of guys will be like there's some guys out there who are they want everything 50 50 in terms of money right and i i personally don't don't know how i feel about that just because i don't think you can count everything but what guys don't how do you realize, feel about it <laughs> i just i don't like to count things it just no what, like what, it. i mean you don't really oh. have to count but when you say 50 50 you mean like if you live with the, if you live with the person i think it really just depends on the person it depends on what people are not everyone's going to earn the exact same so no i don't yeah. i think it's more about it's not about how much money you bring in it's about the energy you both bring in all right you know mm. so yeah the guy might make more money let's say but the girl might make their home a home it might yeah, you know true. the guy might come home and you know it feels he feels happy to be home feels yeah. comfortable and so that's where balance and people tend to forget that because all they think about is i've paid for this and i've paid for that i don't realize you know what girls have done or maybe girls have gone and got their nails done and got their hair done to look good to make their man feel good you know true, true. i don't think guys realize how expensive it is for a girl to live you know to get their nails done to get their hair done all the time girls that wear fake tan makeup and stuff skincare there's a lot goes into it and i'm not saying that that justifies it but what i'm saying is that i think sometimes men's standards can be too high or they expect so much without realizing that they're not maybe giving as much this is just out of the out of the topic but do you think we should have a budget for that when you come to if you with somebody when you come to all these nails and everything if you really want a person to look that way you'd be like okay this one is Look after yourself always always gonna come across that you're gonna be like oh you know what you just wanna me to be like how you want me to be or whatever that's how you're gonna take it or i think that why is the best way to you know honestly i think it's just to leave people to it 
right leave people to it you can't make someone be who you want them to be if somebody doesn't want to get their nails done they're not going to get them done or they're not going to enjoy it so I mean yeah there's compromise but I think that there's too many people now that are are with the wrong people for them because mm. they're settling not because the person's not good just because the person's not good for them there's so many people that settle whereas if you want a girl who is like like that and you know supermodel girl super hot gets your nails done all the time then then be with a girl like that i don't think we should ever really try and change someone too much you can't ever change them the only the only person that can change them is themselves true uh there's one question i want to ask you that people always ask a lot when you Mm -hmm. come to like breaking up and everything so do you think part of the press that you shouldn't be in touch with your ex at all you should like yes so in the beginning yes like I always say you need to cut contact at the very beginning if you've just broken up with someone then it's not good because what happens is and this is also in the book yeah is that one of the parties is like either the guy or the girl one of them is more hurt than the other one or not dealing as well but it's really unfair for the other person to keep in contact with them because it almost keeps the other person there yeah emotionally so i always think it's really important in the first few months at least to just cut contact and then if if you want to maybe discuss what happens once you've both moved on then you can i don't believe that people that truly loved each other can ever just be friends again oh people that truly love each other cannot be friends again Uh, i think if a relationship is broken up and you were in love with that person i don't think that they can be true friends, just friends, if that makes mm. sense. Because there'll always be one person that probably still holds a torch for the other one. Yeah. Or they might both. But I think it's very hard to stay friends with someone that you were in love with. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think, yeah, to not be in touch is actually kind of help for the process as well, right? Yeah. Because you're not constantly reminded. If you mm. break up with someone and then they're still texting you their good morning texts, asking how your day is, it's very hard to let go of that. And it's also very hard to move on from that and to to get used to not having it around. And I think, I don't know if this is true, you might be able to tell me, but, you know, men can sort of keep in touch a bit at the beginning. They want to keep in touch. And then what will happen is a girl will get hope and she'll think that they might want her back. When really all the guy was doing was it was still company, it was still having someone to text. And then all of a sudden they disappear and it's because they find someone new to message. Yeah, or sometimes like, it's, a, it's a guilt as well. It's just yeah. like trying to make looks like, oh, you know, I still care. But the thing is, they're going to say, oh, if you care, you're still going to be with me. You know, things are mm-hmm. going to work. I mean, you don't care. That's why we don't really understand. And when you break up, you, you still take the person because it makes you feel like you care about the person as as a human being, as a friend. But with all, like, oh, if mm-hmm. you hurt me, you was not going to do that. I think you actually come more in that, in that process. And so after that, where do you move to? So after that, it's all about moving on. So it's all about getting out there again. And um, this kind of doesn't talk so much about how to get out there. It talks more about just trusting that you will meet someone new and believing that there is someone else out there for you, that it can happen anytime, any place. Because I think what happens is once you heal from heartbreak and you get to that point where you're ready to move on, you can end up feeling quite down when it doesn't happen. When you're feeling so good and you're like, I'm excited. I moved on from this ex. I know I can do better. And then you go out to look for better and you're like, oh, where is he? Or where is she? So this is really about just trusting that process and trusting that yeah. it will all, you know, I think that, that's what I was, I was saying earlier about the process. Because um, maybe you, you actually understand what I'm saying about the process because you try, you feel it's the right one and it's not. And you feel like, oh man, it's, it's not working. You're struggling to kind of find that person. That's what I've seen a lot of actually girl actually struggle with that you meet somebody be like, oh i think this is the right one yeah but i think with men it doesn't work the same way men's you meet somebody it depends on the stage of life that we are sometimes stage of life you are you just want to meet the right person to just set it down to make your life and everything but most of the time you just meet people and whatever happened happened sometimes you're like oh my god i didn't know like this was gonna get it serious i have a friend you met a girl, you know, they was all good, you know, going out, do having fun. And somehow <laughs> they just end up together. Like, you know, 
it just I'm like, whoa, I can't believe this is like your girlfriend now. And now it's so the relationship is so serious to the point where the girl is like really in love. And yeah, he actually, <laughs> I'm not gonna say you're gonna get mad, but the girl actually even wants gonna propose him as well. <laughs> wow do you know what that's amazing though it was like um i think i should yeah it it was crazy so for women it's different because when you meet somebody you already have that expectation you want to meet the the right person of course you already have a standard you want somebody that's gonna care about you respect you you know love you and maybe after that the relationship to grow that's kind of that's the reason why you have that pressure from the start Mm -hmm. but no no pressure i'm not gonna say pressure but you have that I don't know if it's barrier, but like you have that filter in the start, like to try to make sure, like, you know, and when it's not that, oh, I'm disappointed. Right. Well, here's the thing, right? I read somewhere. Um, what is it? If you're in a relationship with someone and you don't see yourself ever marrying them, don't be in it. Which like I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense a lot of the way because what is the point of being with someone and being in a loving relationship? if it's not going to grow isn't the whole point of finding someone that you connect with and get on so well with to grow with them and you know live your life together so maybe this is more of a girl's perspective but I you know I think that yeah the reason girls think that is because we want things to grow you know nobody wants to stay stagnant if you are in a relationship with someone that is going nowhere guy or girl it's going to get boring it needs mm. to progress. It either progresses or it ends. Yeah, I agree with that. You no, know, because but it can't just stay in the same fun place because people grow up. You know, careers change, lifestyles change, mentality changes. The relationship can't just stay boyfriend and girlfriend. Like it, it has to sort of grow to moving in together, to living life together, and yeah, I think it has to move because we're yeah. always moving. I think certain time is like it's something like you wanted to move because because that's why you believe you have to find in love and move. But certain time is because you come in a stage of life where life is kind of forcing you to find a person that to be with. Same people. Well, that's like settling. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, settling. settling. Yeah, settling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I know a lot of people like that. So it'd be like, oh my god, I just want to find somebody like you know to be with, whatever mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. So same people is because they get to that stage where they feel like, oh my God, I can't. I, I need you to stop what? doing this, this, yeah. I understand the pressure of that though. I mean, I'm not young for my age um, to be single and there's a lot of pressure being um, Chinese from, you know, Asian families and stuff like that to settle down. But what there's I say is that... On your culture, there's a lot of pressure for that? Yeah, there can be a lot of pressure. A lot, oh, a lot of pressure. So that. it's not even just... It's not even just girls have pressure. It's depending on the cultures as well. It's like okay. after a certain age, you're no good anymore. You know, that's a lot of the old people's mentality. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure. But I think the important thing is that I don't want to settle. I don't want to just be with someone because I've reached that age where I should be with someone. Because yeah, what will happen is you're going to still... Yeah. But you're still going to be with that person for the next what 60 years and if it's the wrong person then mm. the chances are you're going to end up saying in fact i know a lot of people who did that you know got to the, the age of what 35 who were like right it's time to settle down got married 15 years later mm. getting divorced because and then what happens is these people go i actually knew from the beginning it wasn't actually right i knew but there was that pressure and that's what it's not good for anyone because here's another thing. The more time you spend with the wrong person, the less time you'll have with the right, but also the more time other people are spending with the wrong people. They could be spending time with the people that are right for you. Mm-hmm. And then someone else is spending time with the person that's right for them. So if everybody stops settling, everybody might have a chance to meet who they really wanted to meet and who was right for them. True. I can't, I can't agree with you on that one. Yeah. Really good. I think we went actually to everything based on your book. There's anything else you wanted to add that we actually haven't been through during that <laughs> process of 100 days of healing? So when you actually, the whole thing you've been talking about, like you can actually frame it into 100, right? That's what you're saying. You think you take like up to that, like yeah. minimum there? <laughs> it's definitely or this is just like person. This is just part of the, I think it's always good to have like a frame if you want to work on yourself. Maybe that's the reason why it kind of makes sense. 
to I see think the track for yeah like so for 100 days it's, it's a long enough time to give that support through I'm not saying that after 100 days you need to be over this person but mm. what I'm saying is that from the beginning of a breakup to 100 days later you should be feeling a bit better about yourself you know mm. and that's what it's all about it's not about growing and becoming a brand new person it's just about feeling better than how you feel right now and getting to a point where you're more confident than you were back then yeah that's how you actually grow people think growth is you wake up the next day and you're a different person but actually <laughs> it's, a, it's a long process it takes time yeah i think it makes sense what you're saying because i i mean the more support here is because you pull you people have to acknowledge what they actually the situation they have to acknowledge the the issue they have to acknowledge where they're standing and that way they can actually use some type of steps to just see how they're actually going. I think it's just part of healing. Even if it doesn't work 100% at the end, it's still, it's still something's still going to happen, you know, no matter what. Yeah. You're still going to acknowledge, like, you know what I mean, that this is the problem. This is why I'm standing. This is what I want to fix. Even if you take one, more than 100 days, at least you are into that process. And it's something actually many people don't do, especially men. We don't really... Yeah, I think we yeah. I think we actually need it maybe more than you guys because I think women they're always aware of this kind of thing, but we don't yeah. really pay attention to that. They always would, burn burn us out long run. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna disagree with you there. I absolutely agree. I think that there's a lot of men that could do with some some form of coaching, therapy, but something to deal with what's going on inside because it, it makes girls' lives a lot easier. <laughs> To be honest with you, <laughs> we always gonna be all working and everything. And yeah, and then you're more depression, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's more self sabotaging going on, and yes, I think that um, I think self development can help anyone, but it can really help when it comes to relationships for sure. Um, and yeah. So, well, anything you are working on right now? Yes. Yeah, so I have the third book, which is going to be coming out at some point this year. Although there's only four months of the year left. So maybe your, cover, year. your cover looks so familiar. I don't know why. Your cover, your book cover. Uh, these two? Yeah. I feel like I saw, you... I saw it somewhere. Um, yeah. Possibly. So the 100 Days of Positivity came out in August 2020. Yeah. And then I've just gone with the same theme. So the next one's 100 days of affirmations. And this is really delving into self-worth, self-limiting beliefs. Affirmation, and, that's uh, good. Yeah, um, but it's more like a journal. So it's a very quick one, but it's to guide and support you through, you know, whatever journey you're going through, personal journey. Yeah. And then there's a fourth book coming out, which is on consistency. So that one is. To, I would really love to talk about consistency with you if you if you're available. It's something yeah. I'm very passionate about. The consistency is like as as good as it may sound, it's very, very, very difficult, you know. Like when well, you when you choose things that works for you, I think yeah, sometimes we want something, we want to achieve something so bad, but we don't it's hard for us to stay consistent because consistency is one actually bring the result at the end, you know, mm -hmm. but we want something, but we don't really consist it because sometimes we are distracted or sometimes we don't put so much energy or we don't believe too much in the process that we're doing. And we're not too serious about it. Even if we think we are serious, but what we think and what we actually apply, it doesn't go along. So, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think that would be great. Um, the book pretty much covers all of that the whys, the hows, and really the formula to consistency and what I have learned. So mm. um, I share with you my formula for yeah. how to be consistent and I've tested it, I've done it, and I know it works. So Good. yeah, once that's written, we'll, we'll get another. Good. I'll, send you the book. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely uh, want to buy that book. It's on Amazon, it's right? It'll be on Amazon. It will be on Amazon, but it's, it's, not, it's not fully created yet. It is oh, okay. still there's I think I'm about 70% mm, done. Okay. So it still has to come together and get really, really on it. But that will be coming out next year at some point. Yeah, definitely. So uh for anybody actually want to get in touch with uh Susie, you can actually I'm gonna put the link. Uh, I'm sure you're on Instagram as well. On Facebook. Yes, I see on Instagram on Facebook. Instagram, yeah, it's probably better to find me on Instagram. So yeah, yeah I'm there. I'm going to put the link there as well for our Instagram. So you guys want to get in touch with her. And if you are struggling about dealing with your 
heartbreaking you know she actually explained everything in her book and also 100 days of positive and, and positive yeah positivity and um, hope and growth yeah yeah that's right and they're uh, available on amazon yeah they're available on amazon as well. i'm gonna put all the link in the description so there's anything that you want to say to people how to get in touch with you or anything before we actually wrap it up um that you wanted to know really just you know if you want to follow me on instagram i always post positive quotes up there so if you ever need a little pick me up um, you can do that obviously check out the books and reach out if you ever have any questions good uh, for somebody actually who is uh, suffering from heartbreak today last words oh just keep going you'll get there um you know everyone's going through their own journey but you're not alone everybody's felt something that you're feeling and there's someone that's right out there for you so if this isn't working then there's a reason for it but just keep uh, going what yeah. about uh, any advice for men what they should know because sometimes we don't see the other side um so the pros, for men, the, what, what can you we do to kind of help you guys during that well, i know it's not a job to help but like to not make things worse after that what do you think we shouldn't do in the early stage um see to be honest with you um that depends on if the guy's broken up with the girl because if it's the other way around it'll be different advice so let's say it's a bad one just walk mm. away and leave me alone no I think respect whatever the girl wants right. respect what she wants don't lead her on um, but also go get help for yourself guys you know <laughs> go work on healing not on just like um, making your outside stuff look good it's not about the money or the body it's mm. about inner healing because if you guys do that, then you hurt a lot less girls. And you might even end up staying with the girls that you break up with because you don't think you're good enough for them. You may actually get what you want. True. True. Anyway, so it was really nice to have you today, Susie. I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope I'm going to actually have you next time as well for another topic. All right. Yeah, thanks so much so. for having me. It was great. So you have a nice day and take care. You too. Bye.